what's the new number one on the Scoville scale? Like there's a, something that beat out supposedly beat a billion. out Carolina. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty hot. Let's see how many Scoville units Carolina Reaper. Because at the end of the day, you know, Nurburger is is a food show. <laughs> it's like, how do we Mike, go? From... You should start a food blog. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 502. It's a podcast. I'm Mike. And? And I'm Lisa. Welcome back, Lisa. Thanks, Mike. It is a dead man's party, isn't it? Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! It's the Halloween episode! (laughs) I love it. My favorite holiday. Here we are recording on All Hallows Eve Eve. (laughs) <laughs> right halloween's tomorrow or two, yeah. two days ago as you're listening to this the night when michael myers comes back to play <laughs> for, for one last time i guess right it's always one the last time it's never the end it's like oh he's coming back one last time i loved uh, then he comes back again jamie lee curtis and in, in interviews for this latest movie Talking about how well I don't watch the movies, so I don't I don't like horror <laughs> movies, so I don't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I actually experienced the horror movie. <laughs> I just you know I just get murdered by <laughs> all these guys playing Michael Myers. I wonder how many guys have played Michael Myers. There are so many. That's I don't think that's a question, but I'm gonna have to look that up. How many uh, how many guys have played <laughs> Michael Myers? Because you have all these iterations. You know, Halloween, one, two, three, uh, three has th- three that has nothing to do with anything else. Uh, three is like called Season of the Witch and it doesn't have Michael Myers at all. They just kind of like went out on a limb and like did something completely different. And stuck the name Halloween on it and yeah, hoped more <laughs> people three. would go see it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So it was an f- official sequel. Yeah. The third in the, the third, trilogy. It had nothing to do with anything from the first two. The third one was this weird, like, hypnosis thing via commercial on the television that's like mind controlling children. Well, that sounds <laughs> it's cool. Like, it's 10 days to Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's weird. Make it's sure weird. you bite into the apple that you get from the creepy house down the street right away and don't show it to your parents first. Did you ever, did you have that happen to you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Always. <laughs> like, some guy gives an apple, and my parents are like, oh, my God, you can't eat an apple. Why not? It's healthy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to argue with you too much, because it's Halloween, and I want to eat the candy, and I don't want to eat the apple, but really, what's your, why are you taking the <laughs> apple away from me again? Unless it's, unless it's a taffy apple. Yeah. Like, if it's caramel <laughs> apple, or, you know, a candy apple, which I've actually never had a candy apple before. I think I have. They're so crunchy. Seems like it would hard be hard to get yeah. through that, or you'd get like stabbed in the gums. <laughs> you, you defi- Here's your full Halloween experience. You definitely have to. Gums. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to start it with a knife and fork, <laughs> just to be safe. <laughs> Stattered on the countertop. 
<laughs> I don't know. It's like the candy apple was always too hard, and the mm-hmm. the 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 caramel apple. What did you call it? Yeah, uh, or taffy apple. Or taffy apple was always too gooey and drippy. Yeah, it's like they needed or something it, in between the two. It pulls your fillings out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like half of your Halloween candy. It's like, oh, we got these laffy taffies. I've had seventeen of them. I think. What is this piece of metal that just came out of my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody put some met- some metal in my candy. Wait, no, that came from me. Yeah. And of course, the parents always had to uh, had to search through the candy and make sure there were no like hypodermic needles because <laughs> I think it happened like once someplace in the middle of nowhere. And I doubt so that it ever it- happened at all. I think that was all just made yeah. up. John Oliver, I think, did a segment on it. Or no, 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 it wasn't John. John Oliver, it was um, Adam Ruins Everything, I think, yeah. about uh, how that stuff is like overblown, completely overblown. Well, if you think about it, like if you're going to if you're going to wedge a razor blade into something, why would you mm-hmm. do it with the thing? The one thing that doesn't get, you know, isn't concealed inside of a wrapper. Yeah. You know, what are you going to super glue the, the apple skin back together perfectly so no one can see? Like, that's not possible. <laughs> like, you would shove it into, like, a bit of honey, you know, yeah. some gooey, pe- <laughs> you know, or a candy bar, right? Yeah. And then rewrap <laughs> it in the wrapper. No one would notice. You just watch out for that house that gives all of the unwrapped candy. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, the, the little bag of pennies. <laughs> oh, my God. We're collecting for UNICEF. <laughs> What's Back that? in the day, where you don't get to trick or treat, you just walk around with a tiny cardboard box asking for money. That <laughs> <laughs> there's a fifty-fifty chance you're actually going to turn in as a child. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, just ended up sitting for like nine months in the room, shoved in a closet <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> oh, hey, it's change. Uh huh. Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, here's a box of pennies. Have fun. I have a, a giant Tupperware thing, like a not Tupperware, but like a plastic container that like mixed nuts came in, like the big, you know, one pound of mixed nuts yeah. that, that you get for fifteen dollars or I don't know, twenty, twenty, thirty, forty dollars, mm-hmm. whatever it costs now. But it's full of pennies. And I need to take it like my bank. I don't mm-hmm. actually go there, but I bank with them on my phone. But if I were to go there, they're right down the road. <laughs> and they have a coin star machine that's free for people who belong to the credit union right i have access to this thing i could go there literally any any weekend and just dump this whole thing in there and get a bunch of cash and be done with it and i still don't want to deal with it and you don't have to pay the uh the right you know it's free 10 cents or whatever yeah exactly (laughs) and i still don't bother with it because it's just a bunch (laughs) of pennies like it literally is shoved in the corner over there behind something you just keep throwing you in there for another, you know, 20 years and then you'll have your retirement fund. That's the problem, though. I don't use cash anymore. I actually had to just deposit it. I had to go get cash for, for some reason the other day. And I was like, how do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> Where, where's an, where's an ATM? <laughs> I'll get it sometimes when I'm shopping. Oh, see, I, like, do you I, want cash back? I, I, I follow Clark Howard's rule and I never use my debit card out shopping. <laughs> at stores <laughs> i only use the credit card yeah so yeah so i don't get cash that way anymore either but that was the <laughs> way to get to get cash for free is it can you still get it for free if you if you tack it onto your groceries there yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like walmart and stuff yeah. like that yeah absolutely yeah because i get it out 
you know, when I go grocery shopping, I'm like, just in case. I'm like, we give an allowance to my partner and his son just moved in. And so, you know, we give him an allowance. So he gets $20. So yeah, cash is, cash is occasionally useful. Yeah. Good emergency fund. <laughs> By emergency, I mean, you know, getting Subway. Oh, right. <laughs> I have a taste for something. We need emergency subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now you could just do that on your phone and they bring it to you. That is true. It's so expensive. Oh, it's I know. Like it's not worth sandwich, it. Stuff like that. Sandwich, $7. You know, soda, $3. Total, $92. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, <laughs> I don't Yeah. You know, you look at them, even if it's just a regular restaurant, you look at the prices and they're, you know, two, three dollars higher than if you actually go and eat mm-hmm. it in person. So right away they're scamming you for Enjoy everything you inflation. order. Um, but it's like, <laughs> it's delivery inflation though, mm-hmm. you know, and then they charge you a delivery fee and then they charge you a transportation fee. And then you have to tip the driver. And it's like, it really only makes sense if you're, if you've got like a bunch of people over and you're ordering from a nice place, you know, a, yeah. like a real restaurant, not fast food. And you're spending a lot of money. Cause then you, you know, it kind of absorbs it a little bit, but. This Taco Bell turns in forty dollars <laughs> real easily. <laughs> way, way, way too easily. <laughs> what is this bank charge? Forty dollars. What did you buy? <laughs> the driver. <laughs> so expensive, and I feel like it wasn't this expensive when the pandemic first started. But no, maybe it's it was. The, yeah, they've been jacking stuff up. Taco Bell. Little by little. I've been. Te- I've been resisting the temptation to go there lately because they've got some kind of truffle oil hot sauce that's on the the nacho fries the nacho fries are back again there's one of those oh, things yeah. that they come back and then they go away and then they come back but it you seems they like they come back oil. so often that the, they may as well not be gone um yeah. but yeah it's like a what is it it's got a name i can't think of it it's uh but yeah it's it's truffle black truffle hot sauce Oh my god! Yeah, and it's stuff you can you can buy. It's like a real brand of hot sauce that you can go buy a bottle of it. But they put it in in their their current version of the nacho fries. The nacho fries are so good. And then Burger King has the uh, ghost pepper Whopper. Have you tried that yet? No. (laughs) Again, resisting (laughs) the temptation. I can't imagine it's actual ghost. There, there's not actual peppers on the burger. It's got to just be a little tiny, tiny bit of ghost pepper extract mixed in with whatever the hot sauce is that they put on it. Because that's like the hottest yeah. pepper, right? You, uh, it's not. It's it isn't. Not. What's the hottest no. pepper now? Uh, the Carolina Reaper. And I think something has edged it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Carolina Reaper is is that, that uh, significantly hotter. Yeah. But now there's something even better than that. Mm-hmm. And what is they're that? They're little the, and fierce. What's the new number one on the Scoville scale? Like there's a, something that beat out supposedly beat a billion? out Carolina. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty hot. Let's see how many Scoville units Carolina Reaper. Because at the end of the day, you know, Nurburger is is a food show. <laughs> it's like how do we Mike, go? From... You should start a food blog. <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote air quotes hey that was that was uh you inspired that (laughs) we have the food blog because of you washington dc that's right gotta love it all right so the carolina reaper is officially 1000 or sorry 1,641,000 scoville units is that all 
It's spicy. (laughs) (laughs) But there's something better than that now. Possibly. Hmm. Let's see. Hottest pepper. I like spicy stuff. I don't know that I can handle that. I I would try it. I probably wouldn't, you know, eat a salad made out of it. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. All right. So uh, the Komodo dragon pepper came on the scene in 2015. Uh, poised to dethrone the Carolina Reaper as the hottest pepper. Uh, let's see how many Scoville units this thing has. I've never heard of this one. No. The Komodo dragon pepper. Let's ask Google. Let's see. The Komodo dragon pepper. Uh, it's chilly in the world. 1.4 million Scoville. That's uh, That's pretty hot. Because um, I know, like some restaurants with the uh, the food challenges and whatnot, even for the ghost peppers, they make you sign a waiver yep. before mm-hmm. you touch it because it can actually, like, apparently some of these peppers can cause, you know, blisters in your throat and stuff like that. <laughs> so, like, why are you eating this? <laughs> My partner was actually was actually growing Carolina reapers and chopped them up and put them into salsa, and he said it was. It was pretty intense heat. I mean, he's You're... already got like a stomach and mouth of steel. So <laughs> our salsa is regularly like six or seven uh, Serrano peppers and like three habaneros and a can of El Pato. And, you know, you rinse it down once you <laughs> rinse the, uh, you know, rinse the uh, food processor. You're practically choking on the fumes. <laughs> Like, wow. I'm suffocating. <laughs> you have to leave the room. <laughs> Air it I feel out like a this bit. should be the next Saw movie. <laughs> Torturing people with <laughs> hot chili peppers and hey, we're gonna rub a millions of dragon in your eye. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> oh. And then we're going to feed you to a Komodo dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Komodo dragon do you want? You get to pick. <laughs> Right? <laughs> door A or door B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Does that do it for food talk? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, it started with... On the with... plus side, it's, it's orange, so, you know, it's Halloween There theme. you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. We, we started with Halloween candy. That's how we ended up talking about hot peppers. Because, of course, the one naturally leads to the other. <laughs> naturally. <laughs> oh, boy. Is it time for news, Lisa? I think it is. I think it is time for news. Let's talk about some news. What's news, Lisa? Let's see. So apparently, uh, out here in California, (laughs) we have some delightfully nerdy bakers. So two California bakers have created a life-size Han Solo out of bread. It is Han Solo. Trapped in carbonite. <laughs> and it is awesome. It is. Pan- oh, my God. Pan Solo. Pan Solo. <laughs> wah, wah. Gotta love bread puns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a bakery in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, they've dubbed their six-foot bread sculpture of the Star Wars character as he appeared after being frozen in carbonite in The Empire Strikes Back. Hannah Lee Purvon and her mother, Catherine Purvon, co-owners of 
One House Bakery in Benicia, California, spent weeks molding, baking, and assembling the life-size sculpture using wood and two types of dough, including a type of yeastless dough with a higher sugar content. So Han Solo is super sweet. (laughs) (laughs) That says that's so it lasts longer. I was going to say, it took them them two weeks. (laughs) That's a long time. The first first part of it's got to be getting moldy already, right? Yeah, I would think. (laughs) But not with the special bread. But apparently, you know, Han Solo can uh, can create antibiotics then, right? Your antibiotics, your penicillin. It's a penicillin, Han. (laughs) Once it starts growing mold, it's it's interesting. Uh, She said that she was obsessing over the lips. I mean, so many people throughout the uh, the years have obsessed over his lips, so... (laughs) I'm just throwing another one in there. Mom made me leave it because I was obsessing over the lips. She was like, you need to walk away. No, they're not right. (laughs) They're not perfect yet. I need to to touch his lips some more. Well, it does say that they lovingly crafted the detail (laughs) of his anguished face Mm -hmm. and hands straining to reach out. It's very traumatic. (laughs) <laughs> it's good though like it's amazing it looks just like it yeah that is uh some seriously uh nerdy bread impressive is also, anybody gonna eat this thing i don't know oh, it's on display outside of the bakery people just start like noshing on it oh it says there it's <laughs> we it's, have a nose it's the bakery's entry in the annual downtown benicia main street scare show uh scarecrow contest the public gets to vote on their favorite. It's not going to scare the birds away. It's going to attract the birds. <laughs> They're just going to peck away at it until it's no longer, no longer there. It's just a pile of crumbs. Poor Han Solo. You would think living in California, maybe he, uh, maybe he's seen this too. Be great. Somebody has to have told him, "Hey, yeah, Harrison, <laughs> go check this, uh, check this bread sculpture out." <laughs> I think he's definitely the breadwinner of the family. Oh, (laughs) Han Solo. Yeah, he apparently um, he apparently lives in my area. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah, Uh, a bunch of my friends said that uh, there's a Mexican restaurant over here that he goes to. So now I'm like, well, I think we need Mexican tonight. In fact, I think we need Mexican like five days a week so we can go spot uh, Harrison Ford. Tell him about his bread sculpture. (laughs) Did you know there's a life-size sculpture of you in bread? Where's Benicia? How far is that from you? Oh, gosh. Um, It's up in the Bay Area, so probably about three and a half hours. Yeah, Yeah, about three and a half hours. He has a plane. He can fly there. He does. <laughs> He's rich enough. Also, there is a uh, a winner for this year's uh, pumpkin contest uh, in Minnesota. This pumpkin is oh, 2,560 pounds. Wow. A <laughs> Minnesota. Up in Minnesota. <laughs> that is a big freaking pumpkin. Oofta. <laughs> Have you been to Minnesota? Yeah, I lived there for a couple of years. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was too cold. (laughs) 
That's why I moved south. (laughs) To the the broiling heat. Yeah, I said I'm done with winter. I want the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) So you opted for heat and tornadoes. Yeah, well. Cow. (laughs) Another cow. (laughs) We do have about the same number of tornadoes here. But yeah, on Monday, the Safeway World Championship Pumpkin Way-Off <laughs> commenced for the 49th year in Half Moon Bay, California. California. Oh, wait, this one's in California. Some people turn into temporary They drove this Tuesdays. thing from Minnesota to California? Uh, apparently. The winning gourd weighed in at 2,560 pounds. This thing looks legitimately like you could carve it into a hot tub. Yeah. It's <laughs> just... You know, sit in there for Halloween. Pop some bubble, pop some bubbler jets in there, eh? <laughs> that thing is. How did they even move this thing? I mean, they've got to have like a crane or something. I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, how do they? It's a two and a quarter ton. God. So yeah, they need a crane to lift it up onto or into some kind of big truck. Yeah, and drive it all the way wow the world record was set uh, in 2021 previously by a 2703 pound pumpkin in italy italy wow oh my god so this is just a north american record for this this one yeah that was a that set a guinness world record previously so america come on bigger pumpkins I feel like you could put wheels on that thing too and just drive it around for Halloween and be great. This thing is absolutely massive. Farmers begin planting the seeds in April in preparation for the competition. On the day of the competition, each pumpkin is carefully weighed on a five ton capacity industrial strength digital scale using <laughs> forklifts and special harnesses. <laughs> My God, that's insane. Can you imagine how many pumpkin pies that would make? Just feed the whole festival. Is it, is the <laughs> pumpkin any good though when it's that big? Uh, I don't know. And also, it's a white pumpkin. Those things are incredibly difficult to carve. Have you ever tried carving a white pumpkin? No. Ghost, ghost pumpkins. No. Yeah, no, they're not easy. Huh. They're real thick, real thick uh, outer skin. Maybe that's uh, that's why it got that big. Because it's uh, it's tougher. I want to put that in the pumpkin chucking contest. Do they? Do they? They don't still do that, do they? Didn't somebody get horribly injured and they had to stop it? Like I don't know. Somebody's somebody's crazy, you know, motorized slingshot trebuchet thing went, you know, busted apart and like killed somebody. Death by pumpkin. Uh-huh. Sounds terrible. Put that in your obituary. Died of pumpkin. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh, but it's it's pretty funny. (laughs) Asterisk, technically trebuchet. (laughs) With pumpkin part, pumpkin stuff on it, yeah. Yeah, it'd make a pretty big splat. (laughs) What they need to do for Halloween, you know how they test uh, jet jet windows for bird strikes with frozen frozen chickens? (laughs) I need to switch to pumpkins once a year. <laughs> what happens when a 2,560 pound bird <laughs> flung at a jet engine window? 
how that thing's massive. Do you carve pumpkins? No, no. No? No. Do you? I do. I do. We have like four of them here right now waiting to be carved. They're going to get carved tonight by several teenagers. <laughs> we had a uh, we had a pumpkin, or not a pumpkin, um, we had a door decorating contest uh, this year. Um, and they're announcing the winners tomorrow. But like hardly anybody did their doors, but we did a uh, uh, like an industrial waste uh, theme for our door. And we had this costume from Dystopia Rising that we put out that was a, a welding jacket with like two arms on it. <laughs> we popped a little skull head on the top of it. And then we have a welding mask that's all like covered in neon green. And then we put black lights out there and we have some you know, blinky, dingy looking uh, light bulbs. So we went all out. It was fun. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you a picture of it. Uh, so the kids tonight are doing pumpkin carving. And then we're going to separate out all of the seeds and bake pumpkin seeds and have a whole Halloween thing. Cool. I love the And watch some more. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I, I love the uh, the baked pumpkin seeds. Yes. Pumpkin seeds are like the best thing to come out of Halloween, other than all of the candy and the pie. So yes, <laughs> the pie is delicious. Although we don't usually eat pumpkin pie until no. uh, Thanksgiving. Wait, wait until so. Thanksgiving for that. Yeah. Uh huh. Which, Which seems stupid. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why wait almost you know four weeks? And you're wasting all that pumpkin that you're carving. You <laughs> right. Well, you're you're up. picking the picking the seeds out of it at least. That's something. Exactly. Well, and we always uh, let our pumpkins rot a little bit outside. So, you know, like the mouth curves in. Uh -huh. Yeah. So it looks dastardly. We've got it's uh, so much more fun. Na nature uh, decorated our house this year with uh, uh -oh. enormous industrial strength spider webs featuring oh. enormous industrial strength spiders from Asia that have in in invaded Georgia. What? They're all over e the whole neighborhood. Oh my god. The Joro spiders. <laughs> nope. They're nope, they, nope, they nope. have yellow, green, and orange red bodies and black and yellow and yellow um striped legs. And they're oh my huge. God. They're like the they're as big as banana spiders. And they make <gasps> big pretty webs outside. They don't come inside, which is great. That's one good thing about them. They don't want to have anything to do with, with inside or people. And even if you were to get bit by one, they can't bite mm -hmm. you because their fangs aren't long enough. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. well, that's good. <laughs> that's positive. But they've completely screwed up the whole neighborhood. Like everybody's house is covered in spider webs. <laughs> their whole oh bushes and trees in the front yard are covered in spider webs. I'm just picturing the Walmart manager being like, why are all these bags of spider webs still left over? Yeah. All the other Halloween decorations are gone. <laughs> and it's like, and they're, they're, like I said, they're industrial strength. Like I got, I accidentally like got caught in one, not caught in one, but I like got <laughs> like, there was one string that I walked through, like got on my yeah. arm and it was like, I couldn't get it off. It was like getting you know, oh, Frodo, you know, getting stuck in that spider web and <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Thanks, Mike. I'm going to have <laughs> dreams about this. Now. <laughs> I don't mind spiders. I cannot stand spider webs. Like. The webs freak me out. You walk through that one and it just like gets on your face and you're like, oh, God, 
you're flailing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the good the good news is by the time that you know we noticed they were literally everywhere, it the leaves were starting to fall out of the trees and getting getting caught in them. So you can kind of see where they are. Oh, now. that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why are all those leaves floating in the air over there? Oh. <laughs> yeah, avoid <laughs> avoid walking near that. <laughs> That's that's interesting. Yeah. How big are they? The bodies are like uh your pinky toe. Oh, oh god. <laughs> and then the legs just are just the body? Just oh. the body and then the legs are, you know, a couple inches long. Note to self not to move to Georgia. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 big and scary looking, but they're all they're also very pretty and apparently harmless. Okay. I'll take that. Like I don't <laughs> I don't mind spiders so much as long as I can see them coming. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, you when see they're these. dropping from the ceiling, you know, <laughs> like end up in front of your face, and you're like, "Oh my god!" I mean, to, the arm to give you an idea about how big these webs are, there's there's one that built a web over the middle of our driveway, oh my like god. from the tree over here all the way across over to the tree over there. Oh, geez. Yeah. So now your car is covered in spider web. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's parked in the garage, but and it's okay, and, and luckily they they th that spider built it like eight feet above the ground. So you can drive under it and walk under it and it's not you don't get caught in it. That's terrifying. <laughs> but, yeah, eight to ten feet above the ground and spanning, you know, more than 20 feet across. You're not giving me motivation to come down and film <laughs> and and record live, Mike. <laughs> People are like, come on down. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Next week's Nerd Burger has been canceled due to spiders. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely have the Halloween theme going on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like I said, we don't need to decorate now. Oh, it's terrifying. Okay. I have a headline I want to read you. This, oh, this, you is, this is from The Sun. Mm -hmm. You familiar with that one? It's like yeah. a, a, a tabloid. Yeah. It's a newspaper. It's a tabloid. <laughs> but this is Ish. the this is the U.S. Sun, not the U.K. Sun. Um, I'm just going to read this headline to you, and I want you to guess what they might be referring to. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. To die for wild Mad Max style festival sees <gasps> revelers strip off and fight to the death after post apocalyptic makeovers. <laughs> that would be the festival that I didn't get to go to this year. <laughs> it's just sad. Good old Wasteland Weekend. Wasteland Weekend. Yeah. That's right. You didn't get to go, huh? I did not, sadly. Didn't get the time off for it. Oh. Next year. Gives me another year to work on my uh, my costume. Oh, also, apparently, it was hot as hell out there this year. I mean, it is the desert, so it's to be expected, but yeah. like, I guess it was hotter than normal. So what did they say about it? They said Wasteland Weekend is described as a world pulled straight out of the Mad Max movies and other post-apocalyptic films and games beyond the grip of so-called civilization. Located in the Mojave Desert where you could see attendees off-roading in their sand buggies and post-apocalyptic style cars, everyone is required to have a costume and there is no such thing as too wild of an attire. People suited up with <laughs> gas masks and fur pelts while others dress down to a bra made of wine corks and skirts made of scraps. Yeah, that sounds about, <laughs> about right for uh, Wasteland. 
Tons of festive activities from a burlesque show to a fight to the death under Thunderdome based on Mad Max. Other events included a drinking relay race, a game called Jugger Match, and of course a costume contest. Of course. My God. Half-naked women were seen battling in the dome while men dressed as post-apocalyptic cheerleaders rooted them on. Post-apocalypse cheerleaders. One attendee brought his own music, a saxophone that shot out burning flames, as opposed to the unburning flames. <laughs> or as opposed to the guitar from the, uh, from the new Mad Max flames shooting out the top of the guitar oh (laughs) (laughs) it's impressive though as long as you don't singe your uh, eyebrows (laughs) he had a beard i swear (laughs) (laughs) okay i have one more news story okay and um we're gonna file this under spooky halloween type (laughs) i guess i guess what is it A hermit, dubbed by the media as the world's dirtiest man, has died at the age of 94. Oh, I guess technically this this is... uh... What? This is is dead celebrity news. (laughs) Yes. Amu Haji had refused to use soap and water for more than half a century, fearing it would make him sick. The Iranian, who lived in the southern province of Fars had avoided previous attempts by villagers to get him clean. But local media say uh, Amu Haji finally succumbed to pressure and washed a few months ago. He became ill shortly afterwards and died on Sunday. So here's a guy who for his entire life of nine decades refused to take a bath. And then he finally did and he got sick and died. Because oh he, he refused, he refused to bathe because he was afraid he would get sick and die. Yeah, and then it happened. He was right. He was right. Oh my god, that's <laughs> that's so sad, but also really strange. <laughs> yeah, you should see the pictures of this guy. Oh my god, this is there one... like a festival? Like, how did they determine he was <laughs> the least clean man? Did they just go around and survey people and be like, "When was your last bath?" Let's find out. It's the unclean festival. Think <laughs> of the dirtiest people in the world. In an interview given to the Tehran Times in 2014, he revealed his favorite meal was porcupine. What? And that he lived between a hole in the ground and a brick shack built by concerned neighbors. <laughs> so they built him a, sh- a shack and he moved in next door <laughs> between it and a hole in the ground. Did they even have porcupines in the desert i guess what is happening (laughs) my reality is shattered years of not bathing had left him with skin covered in quote soot and pus oh 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 god while his diet had consisted of rotten meat and unsanitary water drunk from an old oil can he was also fond of smoking being pictured on at least one occasion puffing on four cigarettes at once and they have the photo (laughs) He's got them all lined up in between his very, very dirty fingers. Oh, my God. Attempts to bathe him or offer him clean water to drink made him sad. However, whether he holds the record for having gone the longest without taking a bath has been a matter of some debate. 
here we go. Back in 2009, there were reports of an Indian man who had, at that point, not washed or brushed his teeth for 35 years. What happened to him since was not immediately clear. So, yeah. <laughs> he had no teeth, I imagine. <laughs> Probably. Although, you know, who knows? Because, you know, this guy lived to be 94. Yeah. That's doing that's all insane. this stuff. That's absolutely insane. Eating rotten porcupine and smoking <laughs> multiple cigarettes at the same time. What does porcupine even taste like? <laughs> Let's make sure you get all those needles out first. Now I'm just picturing porcupine on chopped as a basket ingredient. <laughs> like, like it was delicious, <laughs> but you left a needle in. So for that reason, we're going to have to chop you. On on Iron Chef this week, the secret ingredient is porcupine. (laughs) Rotting porcupine. Rotting rotten porcupine. Yes. Like lutefisk. (laughs) It's not so much rotting as it's fermenting. In lye, (laughs) in poison. (laughs) We fermented this in poison (laughs) for years, and then gave it to these people to eat, and they claim to like it, although. No one believes them. <laughs> oh, geez. Don't you know? Oh, well, I mean, like, the stuff is so rotted. Apparently, when you open the can, it, like, nearly explodes. It goes, like, <laughs> yeah, the liquid gets all the all pressure over. built up. It's like creating <laughs> gas inside. They have to package it in industrial strength cans. Porcupine in a can now. Oh. <laughs> And porcupine meat. We vacuum seal it so that by the time it gets to the shelves and you buy it, it's, you know, puffed back out. <laughs> Gross. Wow. Oh, my God. Mm. Now I got to look this up. <laughs> That's horrific. Yeah. I feel, I feel like that should be the next horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then he bathed. <laughs> this is the way that we eliminated him. <laughs> we must... We must extinguish the threat, force him to bathe. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> In a world without soap. <laughs> hey, speaking of horror movies, what yeah. you want to talk about today, Lisa, on this Halloween? We should watch, or we should talk about, we, we, I mean, we should always watch horror movies, but we should talk yes. about horror movies. Yes, let's do I've that. watched so many horror movies in the last couple of nights. Let's see. What did we watch? We watched uh, in the past, like, I think three or four nights, we've watched Black Phone. Uh, we've watched Halloween. Halloween H2O. Uh, Is that one about water? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Poltergeist. And I watched one other. I don't remember. What well, there was, you go. But... That's that's this guy's yeah. horror movie. It's a horror yeah. movie about water. <laughs> oh, my God. Keep it away from me. It's like the bathtub scene in Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to take a bath because he was afraid Freddy was going to get him. That's the real thing. <laughs> it's the real story. So we have some trivia today. Oh, boy. Have you? Well, how many? I don't know. How many? Uh, have you watched a lot of horror films? You're not a huge horror buff. Uh, right? I'm not a huge fan. I have seen some of them. Okay. <laughs> So I'll probably do pretty poorly at this, but <laughs> are we are we going to keep score? Is this like a like a game show? Oh, we can, yes. Let's 
Let's play a horror trivia game show. Today, our contestants are Lisa and myself. (laughs) Welcome to Horror horror Movie Trivia. Does the winner get a giant spider? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to send you a very stripey spider. (laughs) The winner gets canned rotten spider. And or and or canned rotten porcupine. Um, it's the new spam. It's there's there's porcupine one porcupine meat spider. One behind one of one of each is behind each each door, and whichever door you pick determines which thing you get. Is that topped with topped with uh, soaking in uh, Komodo dragon sauce? <laughs> but everybody gets to take home some lutefisk. Yay! No. Oh God, no. Oh, <laughs> I feel like that'd be like the worst, the worst uh, combination on chops. Like, you know, we're going to give you uh, we're going to give you lutefisk with a uh, durian sauce. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Durian is this uh, this gigantic spiky fruit that uh, smells so bad. It has been banned on trains in uh, Japan. Oh, not wow. allowed to bring it on like any public transportation because it smells so bad. It smells like feet. Ew. <laughs> They're like Delicious. you can you can eat hard boiled eggs. Just don't bring any of that fruit onto the train, <laughs> right? Tuna fish. Yeah. Hard boiled eggs. You're all good. Broccoli, steamed broccoli. Lutefisk. <laughs> porcupine. Yeah. Anything but that fruit. But not durian. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> uh, let me ask you a question. Okay. Which classic horror movie was originally titled The Babysitter Murders? Um. Uh, a. Scream. B. Halloween. C. Rosemary's Baby. Or D. Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, okay. Babysitter Murders? Uh-huh. Okay, I've seen three out of four of those, and I don't remember babysitters in any of them. What was the second one? Uh, The second one is Halloween. Have I not seen Halloween? I don't think I did. Michael Myers? No? I'm going to guess Halloween. Yes. I was right? (laughs) You were correct. Yes. Process of elimination. Yay! Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) The babysitter murders. Because they're all babysitting the kids for Halloween, and then Michael Myers comes around. And hacks up several of them. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what he does. <laughs> Everybody has a job. Michael Myers is a professional, uh, professional murderer and psychopath. All right. It is your turn. Oh, um, these have the answers after all of them. So I feel like if I look at them, I'm going to, I might know what you're going to ask. And are you going in order? Uh no, well I'm doing a I'm doing a different one than you are. So. Oh, you have a different one than I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah, mine's different. Okay. Um, let's see. What was a 1953 horror film remade in 2005 with Paris Hilton in the lead role? Oh no. Um, The House of Wax. Yes. Ah. Very good. <laughs> Yay! I win another spider. <laughs> 
let's That's see. That's a. I actually saw that movie. Did you? I did, and uh, I I liked it because um, the way Paris Hilton got killed. <laughs> she got like a pole through the head. Yes. A pipe. Yeah, I feel like I've seen. I feel like I've seen the original too. Long, long time ago. All right. So, what color is Freddy Krueger's iconic sweater? Is it red and black, red and green, red and blue, or red and white? I, I believe it is Christmas themed, and it is red and green. <laughs> you are correct. Yay! <laughs> He's stylish. The only reason I, I know that is because uh, I've seen Rick and Morty more recently than I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Sc- scary Terry. I want to give you a nightmare, you bitch. <laughs> Whatever. All right, you sound like Beetlejuice. Oh, was that more Beetlejuice <laughs> than Scary ghost, Terry? I'm a ghost with the most. Check out these testicles I have hanging from my chin, bitch. Right, because he says bitch after everything. I'm not I'm not calling you. He does. Um, oh, here we go. When Carrie takes the stage after her election as prom queen, bullies douse her in what animal's blood? Oh, gosh. It's been a long time since I've seen that. I think it's pig's blood. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Friday the 13th. Which of the following is the name of the camp? Where Friday the Thirteenth's antagonist Jason Voorhees drowns, is it Camp Crystal Water, Camp Clear Lake, Camp Crystal Lake, or Camp Clearwater? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Camp Crystal Lake. Yes! Yay! <laughs> you win this, Mike Brock. You win this can of rotten porcupine. Oh, can I change my answer? Clearwater, Clearwater Lake. <laughs> is that supposed to be in Illinois, Crystal Lake? Crystal Lake is in Illinois, yeah. But is that where is that where that's supposed to take place? Or is it? Yeah, I don't know um, if it's ambiguous. the same one. Yeah, I think it's ambiguous. Because I always wondered that about uh, Springfield too in The Simpsons. Like, is right. it Springfield, Illinois, Springfield, Missouri? Spring? I'm sure there are a million. I think it's in uh, again. It's it's everywhere and nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here this this one I would not have known the answer to. What film was A Quiet Place initially intended to be a sequel to? Oh my goodness. Quiet Place. Oh gosh, I don't think I know this one. You don't want to guess? It's supposed to be a sequel to something? Quiet Place. There's like alien monsters or something. In, in, in that right? yeah they're yeah. like they're like flag monsters i i saw a quiet place but i'm not even sure what what that would be a sequel to i give up i don't know <laughs> this says cloverfield what that's what Seriously? this is yeah. oh my gosh have you seen cloverfield i have seen cloverfield i have not seen a quiet place yeah cloverfield was really good i love cloverfield um, that, the... that whole found footage thing has gained so much popularity and it's so effective and so low budget yeah yeah um i did i didn't i liked uh blair witch project which was i think yes the predecessor to all of these um i did not like the whole shaky cam thing like i they've gotten better Mm -hmm. at doing it in a way that makes it look like it's real found footage but it doesn't make you sick 
I liked, um, and that's why I liked Paranormal Activity is because they have it basically as, um, you know, like security cameras inside the house. So you're not watching somebody bouncing around (laughs) with a camera and giving you a headache. All right. Uh, Which of the following horror movies first saw life as a video game? All you nerds out there, listen up. Resident Evil, Silent Hill. House of the Dead or all of the above. Which one was a, a video game first? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess all of the above. Yes. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I figured you should know that one because, you know, video games and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> Silent Hill is my favorite. I have never actually played Resident Evil. Um, I have played House of the Dead. Uh, we used to go to... Uh, a truck stop actually after Ren Fair uh, on the weekends, and uh, we would get fry melts at the local TA and then play House of the Dead. You know, they had the the old school video game with the the guns and stuff. We would just you know shoot zombies. Cool, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And Silent Hill, uh, I have actually been to the town that Silent Hill is based off of. Uh, which is uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Centralia, Centralia, West Virginia. Oh, really? Yeah, old mining town. Okay. Uh, and I feel like maybe we talked about this on one of the previous episodes, but uh, Centralia, uh, way back in the 1960s, I believe it was, uh, before their Memorial Day services, they were they had been getting uh, complaints that you know the garbage dump was smelling really bad so they did a burn of all of the trash prior to the you know memorial day parade and having a bunch of people have festivities outside and a coal seam caught on fire and of course there is uh it's not west virginia i'm sorry it's uh centralia pennsylvania i believe uh, but uh a coal seam caught on fire and set hundreds of miles worth of coal seams underground aflame and they could not put it out and they said it will continue to burn for approximately you know like another 80 to 100 years yeah it's still burning but that's yeah. silent hills that's that place mm-hmm. yep. oh wow i didn't based know that. off of that yep good stuff this this All list right. that you gave me has some of the questions that you're asking me does it yeah, <laughs> yeah there's some overlap Oh, what was the 20th century's first American horror film? Oh my gosh, the 20th century's first American horror film. Oh gosh, this is, oh, that would be... Think, think classic. I'm going to guess... Oh gosh, this is so hard because there's so many of them. I'm going to guess uh, Dracula with uh, Bela Lugosi. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the, the, you know, between those two, right? Yes. <laughs> Michael Myers' iconic mask first seen in Halloween was actually based on a mold of which famous actor's face? Nerds out there, oh, once again, is it William Shatner, Boris Karloff, John Wayne, or William Holden? Is it Shatner? It is. It is Shatner. Wow. <laughs> it is a William Shatner mask. See, this isn't fair because I get 
I get um, multiple choice and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I've watched a lot of horror movies, so although I although I did drop the ball on the uh, Quiet Place one, so <laughs> I, I watch a lot of horror movies. <laughs> I'm a yeah, nerd. yeah. The the Shatner thing sounded familiar to me. Like, yeah. I mean, who you can't like imagine who that that face is supposed to be it doesn't you know i don't think it looks like anybody but um i think i'd heard that before and that's the only reason i got that i wouldn't have got that if it was just one of these like on in my list where you have to actually know the answer yeah (laughs) all right what you got for me what is the actual name of pinhead in clive barker's original novel the hellbound heart oh no pinhead oh my gosh real name or name in the Pinhead. book. Pinhead had a real name. I always just yeah. called him Pinhead. <laughs> I feel like such a bad horror nerd now. <laughs> it's not really a name. It's more of a description. I'll give you a hint. More of a title <laughs> than a I'm name. I'm just going to call him Spike. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Spike. His name is Spike in the book. That might, I have decided. That, that might be true, but this thing says the answer is Hell Priest. Hell priest. Hell priest. Okay, I mean, I could see it. He wears that long cassock. Yeah. You know. Spike the hell priest. The, uh, oh, that was the other one that we watched. We just watched uh, the remake of Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. It was really good. It was really, really good. Uh, and it has a female playing uh, playing Pinhead this time. Is that new? Yeah. Mm-hmm. New-ish? I think, it's, uh, I think it's like 2022. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was... It was really, really good. Um, Black Phone was also really good. That's that's worth a watch. Which one? Um, Black Phone. Uh, oh, Black Phone. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to give spoilers on that one, but but it's excellent. It is worth a watch. It and does, it is. Does, is it about a haunted phone? Uh, or a phone yes, that kills you? In fact, <laughs> no, the phone doesn't. The phone saves you. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, should we do one more? Sure. All right. So, do you like scary movies? Is a quote made famous by which of the following films? The Shining, Psycho, Halloween, or Scream? I have to recuse myself because I think this was the first question in the list that you gave me, but the answer is Scream. Yes. <laughs> so nineteen ninety-six and has an excellent playlist, by the way. It's a great movie. So that was one of the questions on yours, huh? Um scrolling back up. It says what what eerie film is credited with coining the notorious phrase, do you like horror movies? <laughs> not, uh, not scary nice. movies. See, they got it wrong. It it's scary <laughs> movies, right? Yeah. So, so does uh, being a horror junkie constitute uh, nerdy? Can I be a can I be a horror nerd? Of course. Excellent. <laughs> I am a horror nerd. <laughs> do you, Do you want one more? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we'll go with with another. Uh, we'll call this a modern classic. Okay. So, second half of the twentieth century. In which horror film does the phrase? The power of Christ compels you up here. Ah, oh, that was The Exorcist. Linda Blair 
yes. and her spinning head and her spinning green. <laughs> Pea so, soup. <laughs> what is Linda Blair's favorite soup in The Exorcist? Pea soup, of course. <laughs> um, funny thing, though, uh, when I was living in Washington, D.C., I used to babysit for my regional vice president's kids, and uh, they lived in Georgetown. And I would always pass on the way home at like two o'clock in the morning when I was driving back to my place, the stairs, and it's right oh. near a river. So it would be foggy, and I would be passing the stairs <laughs> that that priest famously fell down. Yep. And it is eerie as hell. Uh, there is also a cemetery right at the top. Oh, so, extra creepy. Yeah, it was uh, It was very, very creepy. So if you're in Washington, D.C., go to Georgetown, go see the uh, exorcist steps. <laughs> great. <laughs> Five stars. Highly recommend. And if you're in Simi Valley, go see the poltergeist house. Hey, it's still there. <laughs> it, still it looks works. exactly the same. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It looks exactly the same. Although, apparently, they did not film most of the uh, the film there. Uh, they filmed, you know, all of the outdoor shots, uh, but most of it was filmed on the on a set. Yeah, I would I would assume so. So, they uh, they had built a rotating room for the uh, for the scene where the mother is like falling up the wall and up across the ceiling. Oh yeah, so that it looks like gravity is pulling her or mm -hmm. whatever yeah. force is pulling her up against the wall and the ceiling, but it's, it's really great. just gravity. I mean, there were some pretty brilliant special effects in that movie for the time, 1982, you know, yep. you didn't have a whole lot in the way of good special effects back then. They had to do, <laughs> they had to be good at practical effects because they didn't have yeah. computers. Yeah. Like even the tornado, you know, <laughs> after the tree scene sucking Robbie in, Apparently also that um, I was reading uh, trivia on uh, Poltergeist and apparently they filmed that scene in reverse and then played it backward or they, you know, they filmed the scene and then they played it backward. So instead of him getting sucked in, he was actually, you know, oh, out. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that scene is actually being played backwards. So it looks like the tree is sucking him in. I'll have to. Pay attention to that the next time I see it. Rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. So are you doing anything for Halloween? No, I'm not. <laughs> are you? I'm not handing out candy. Uh, We're actually taking a bunch of kids trick-or-treating this year. Cool. A bunch of teenagers trick-or-treating. Oh, okay. Potentially interesting. Yes. <laughs> are you bringing <laughs> toilet paper with you? No, oh. there will be there will be no toilet paper. That's good. <laughs> there will be a zero toilet paper. There might be spiders, though. Oh yeah, not the size of yours, though. My God, I would think you had pretty big spiders out there in California, yeah. where it doesn't freeze in the winter. I haven't actually seen anything large. Really? really. Like, yeah, the largest I've seen were like that, huh. so, like your your common wolf spiders and stuff. Huh. So, but I haven't seen any like tarantulas or anything like that, except in the pet <laughs> stores, of course. Like here, have a tarantula. I've never actually seen a tarantula in the wild. 
Well, that's good because don't you have to go way out in the desert to find those? I think so. Yeah. Those and the camel spiders apparently are out here, which are Ooh. can get they can get pretty big. I didn't know you had we. Those were in the states. I thought that was in Australia. Mm-mm, no, apparently we have camel spiders here in California, <laughs> out in the desert, like as big as your hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gross. I have not seen them. I have not seen. That's them a yet. good thing. Yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when is your trick or treating? Is it? On it is Halloween? tomorrow night. Yeah, it is, it is doing Monday it on night. Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I know they've uh, gotten away from the whole, uh, uh, you know, trick-or-treating thing on, like, weeknights, usually in a lot of places they do it the night before. And now, like, they seem to limit it a whole lot. You know, it's like, you have to be done by, like, 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock in some places. Yeah. Like, back when I was a kid, we used to be out until, like, 10. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, like, it was... where's my child? You know, I think, because um, they pushed the end of daylight saving time back it -hmm. used to be before halloween so it was already getting dark Mm -hmm. at like four o'clock in the midwest (laughs) and uh in the upper midwest anyway and um yeah you would you would go out and it would already be like the sun was set or setting when you started Uh so you finished in the dark yeah yeah absolutely which is why like they always sent you with glow sticks and stuff well yeah not me, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no glow sticks for you. Um, yeah, I remember that. Like back in the day, they used to. Uh, yeah, it's ten o'clock. Do you know where your child is? Yes, my child is plucking, <laughs> plucking the razor out of the apple that the lady next door gave him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what are your costumes? Uh, we. <laughs> so my. My partner's 15-year-old decided that uh, he wanted us to go in a uh, theme costume, so we are all going to be our characters from Dystopia Rising. We are uh, we play like our characters are a family, so oh. uh, we are going as a big old happy post-apocalyptic version of The Simpsons, essentially. Oh, <laughs> like wow. Like mom, dad. <laughs> is it, is it Simpsons-themed? Like you've got the no, big no. blue Marge wig? <laughs> But it's a mohawk. Although I would like that. This <laughs> <laughs> just wrap a big blue towel on my head. Yeah. <laughs> Homer. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're going as a uh, post-apoc family, so cool. it'll be fun. All right. Well, hopefully nice. see pictures of that. Yeah. So, Mike, where can they find you? Oh, Lisa, thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> They can find us at nerdburgershow.com. Email us nerdburgershow at protonmail.com. Join us next week on Nerdburger when everything is post-apocalyptic because the world ended because it was Halloween. Isn't that what's supposed to happen? The dead rise from the grave and everything goes to crap. Zombies. Zombies. We're all turned into zombies. Join us next week on Neuroburger for Brain.